three beers a piece for each of my co-workers. I think a man working outdoors feels more like a man if you can have a bottle of suds. Suds, The Sudscast, Beer Reviews, and Attitudes. Hey, ghouls and fools, you got D.C. Thompson here, joined as always by the Wicked Witch of the Yeast. Brit. Whoa, wait a minute. You're not Brit. Is this some kind of body snatchers type situation? What do you mean, I'm not Brit? Well, I mean, you, you have the same name, but you don't look like Brit, and you don't sound like Brit. You can't be too careful in these scary times of year. Dun, dun, dun. No, I'm just kidding, everybody. <laughs> this is, of course, a different Brit we've got joining the Sunscast today. It's Brittany Kurtz, friend of the podcast and lover of all things Halloween. Brittany, thanks for, thanks for being a guest judge on the podcast. <laughs> thanks. Very enthusiastic, enthusiastic guest judge on the podcast. I'm so excited to be here. Yeah. So you love all things Halloween, but do you love pumpkin beer? Okay. Truth be told. I've only tried pumpkin beer once, wow. which I know, shocking. Um, we tried it last year at the game when we went to the soccer game. Oh, yeah. So that's the only time I've ever tried it, and I loved it. And I'm just shocked that I've never tried it. Now, that was at, Gra- was that at Great Lakes? Yes. Okay. We had, we had one of those pumpkin beers on the first episode with Eric Anderson. That's right. Yeah. And, and you guys had great ratings of it. It was the first beer of the, of the tournament. It got a good review, but I think it kind of, a part of it was like, well, it was the first one, so it had some, there were some issues with it being the first. Right. So I don't think it was a fair trial. Yeah. And, it, and they do have another beer, uh, Saison du Pump, that was a little bit better, I think, than the one that they bottled and made for sale in the liquor store. But anyway, we'll talk about, we'll talk about some of the other beers. We're going to talk about three new beers today. Now today, you're, Brit, Brit, you're going to be the guest judge to determine who will win the second bracket of the Great Pumpkin Bash. Oh, I can't wait. One of the three beers we're sampling today will go on to the finals of the Great Pumpkin Bash, or the GPB as I'm calling it, and face our previous episode's winner, Tales from the Patch Pumpkin Porter by Big Rig Brewery. Now, you've only had one one pumpkin beer, although it was on the previous episode, so I would you haven't had Tales from the Patch, but... You might get to try it in another episode. Now, after this episode we're recording today, our final episode will be a pumpkin beer duel. And the winner will receive the golden treat bag. That episode will be dropping October 28th. Everything, all the preliminaries are out of the way. Britt, are you ready for the first beer? I'm so ready. Okay. Now, this first beer we have, I'm going to open it up. Now, this tournament is called the Great Pumpkin Bash. This beer is called the Great Pumpkin Beer, Pumpkin Ale by, well, a lot of people call this St. Amboise, but it's technically it's McCausland Brewery Brewing Inc. St. Amboise out of Montreal. All right. It's pouring very orange. Yeah. So this is a Quebec beer. Thank you. I can have that one. It's a pretty color. Yeah, it's a nice little color there, isn't yeah. it? Cheers. Cheers. Ooh, it's very pumpkin-y. It's super pumpkin-y. Yeah, I'm picking up tons of pumpkin. That's mm-hmm. good. Mm-hmm. Not tons of spice. The second sip I had had more spice. Let me try again. Yeah. 
I actually taste like the pumpkin spice. Like, you know the pumpkin pie spice that you can get? Oh, yeah. That's what I taste. Like the kind of like pre-mixed spice mm -hmm. uh, packet together. Like when you buy like a pumpkin pie from a store. Yeah. Hmm. It's good. It's it actually, good. Um, I'd say out of all of them, it might, and for the previous episodes, this might be the most pumpkin one out okay. of all of them. Like it has the seemingly, in my mind, has like the strongest pumpkin flavor. Very pumpkin-y. Yeah. It doesn't have like I know you talked in your last episode about like chocolate flavors and those sorts of things, but I don't taste any like anything else but pumpkin spice. Really. Yeah. Now the color is a bit dark, and sometimes that means there's a bit of roasted quality, but I'm not picking up really any. I mean, there's probably some in there, but it's really good. It's good. It's five percent mm -hmm. alcohol. This beer sells for two ninety five in Ontario and liquor stores in Ontario. Now, again, this is from Quebec, Montreal. Have you been to Montreal? I have. Yeah. And thoughts? Oh, fun. Yeah. <laughs> fun at this time of year or any time of year. You know, I don't really remember much of it, but... Um... <laughs> That's what makes it so fun to go there. Exactly. This is actually really good. I I tried the Great Lakes, like I bought it from the store after we had the, at the store, like, mm -hmm. or sorry, at the um, brewery. Um, this is better. It's better than the Great Lakes. Mm -hmm. Wow. Oh, yeah. And that's saying something. Oh, yeah. The Great Lakes, Eric and I found it was kind of like, that's the standard um, pumpkin beer. Okay. This one, to me, is like a nice, dark sort of refer reference point for it. It's really good. Like, if you want pumpkin beer, this you, this is exactly it. Yeah. I think it's doing a good job. Yeah. Cinnamon, ginger, nutmeg, cloves, and pumpkin listed in the ingredients. That's yeah. I mean, that's the, that's the holy four. Of yeah. pumpkin spice, I'd say. Literally. I don't think that there's anything else you'd want in there. Mm -hmm. What do you think about the can design on this one, Britt? Okay, so I was like... We're totally... not getting into the ratings yet, but just okay. give some general thoughts about it. I mean, the people listening can maybe... They can okay. still see pictures on the Instagram account, but... Mm. Um, it's actually really pretty. Like, it's delicate looking with the vines of the pumpkin all around the can. It's black mm -hmm. with the orange decals, really. And then in the center is the two pumpkins... I think it's pretty, like it's quite good looking for a can of beer, to yep. be honest. Yep. I think it's quite appealing, to be honest. Yeah, it kind of has like some swirls that maybe look like the vines yeah, that the, the pumpkin, vines. pumpkins have. And the, the leaves, patch. maybe. Interesting, they put two pumpkins on there. I know. Because we have like a rounded logo and in the middle they have two pumpkins so the, side by each. Yeah, the two kind of actually throw off the balance a little bit, to be honest. If it was just one, I think it'd be more balanced. However, yeah. it's nice, like it looks pretty which yeah. is a weird thing to say for a beer yeah no i've seen some of uh saint ambroise stuff before in the stores and like the cans kind of it like all kind of looks this sort of design pattern okay but i think they've kind of just changed it up a little bit with this one what with the orange the pumpkins and then those swirls i don't remember if those there's those swirls but the backgrounds on their can design always usually have something like that so brit we talked about you love Halloween. You recently posted a photo on your Instagram account of a Halloween wreath you made. Yes. Very cute. Thank you. What is it that you like about Halloween so much? I have loved it since I was a kid. Um, yeah. I think that it's so much fun that you can just dress up as whatever you want to be for one day and you can be whatever you want and then it, life goes back to normal the next day. But the, the month leading up to it is just so much fun. It's like the most beautiful weather. Um, the leaves are all changing. Um, it's fun. It's like family oriented and you, you can do fun things with your friends and then you get the haunted houses and the hay rides and the pumpkin patch. It's just... The whole month is just amazing. 
Yeah, I think that there's something about fall. It's like, the, like you said, the leaves start to change. Mm-hmm. I mean, I talked about it with Eric, but is October the scariest month of the yes, year? Yes, absolutely. I mean, what's the next closest? There is no other one. I mean, I'd say it maybe would be December, but that's just because of like, there's some like kind of creepy Christmas stories, you know? But, <laughs> yeah, I guess But not so. as creepy as Halloween. No. And then, or maybe it's like January, you know, because it's like super cold, but where we live anyway. I but. can't even think of a scary month other than October. Yeah. But Halloween's, yeah, it's fun, like you said, because it's like, like you sort of pointed out, there's some family things and it's like, you're having fun, but then it's also a little bit scary, you yeah. know, when you're a kid. So it's sort of like... So much fun. It's like that trick-or-treat mentality. It's like oh, yeah. there's a trick and that it's kind of scary, but then it's a treat because it's sort of fun. You get a bunch of candy. Yeah. It's like, it's really, it's the candy ramp up to Christmas, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, Like it, it starts in Halloween, mid to late October. Yep. I mean, as you get older, you start eating that Halloween candy sooner and sooner. When you can afford it. Yeah, you buy. You have to buy your own to give out to kids when you're an adult. But when you're a kid, it's like really you're only getting that candy on October 31st, and then it just carries right through. Now oh yeah, to like Christmas. Yep, exactly. And like I don't know, like Thanksgiving's right then. Like we just had our Thanksgiving, so it's like yeah, we just had Thanksgiving. I, I and then I don't know, just the spookiness of it all. You know, you can walk outside and see somebody's house with ghosts in the windows or yeah. or like there's pumpkins that are carved it's just so much fun and all the halloween movies come out and you know the horror movies you know you, you watch every one until halloween and i don't yeah. know it's just so much fun did you guys decorate your house when you were a kid a lot? oh yeah yeah Parents oh yeah big into the yeah oh, well they let me decorate oh okay. <laughs> smart <laughs> yeah. it's just so spooky and like i don't know haunted houses are my thing okay i cannot love haunted houses more than any i don't know i just did you ever lost go, for words <laughs> did you ever go to those like pay admission haunted houses that they have in niagara falls and stuff oh yeah yeah i never went in those too scared oh you have to go because they're all year round which is sweet yeah yeah i don't know kelly and i just went to one in atlanta like two weeks ago and it was supposed to be america's scariest haunted house in atlanta yeah wow it was pretty good there's a lot going on that sounds scary. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you're in a foreign country too. I know. So the scariest thing about haunted houses is that you don't know if there's actually going to be a creep in there with an actual like axe or a chainsaw. You know what I mean? Like anybody yeah. could go in there and just go through it pretending. I don't. Do they do a head count? I don't know how it works. Yeah, that's true. Right? It's Are like, they checking people's <laughs> social insurance numbers who get they hire there, or is it just like right? grab anybody off the street? It's scary. You want to make five dollars an hour? Here, <laughs> yeah. come on in. Here, grab a chainsaw. <laughs> yeah. Right? And then they chase you and you're like, does that thing have its real blade on? Is it covered? Yeah. Do they know? Is it gas powered? Is there proper ventilation in the haunted house? Right? If it's gas powered? Yeah. yeah there's all kinds of crazy yeah. so stuff. So when you're going through, just all those crazy things are going through your mind. Hmm. Speaking of crazy things going through our minds, it's time to give the rating system. Okay. I'll just relay the rating system. You're probably familiar with it, but for those who aren't, we have a three-tier rating system. The first tier, taste. The second tier, can design. And then the third and most interpretive tier, scariness. Now, each of these, each can is going to get a rating out of six on each tier for a total score of 18. Britt, you're going to give three, three, and three. I'm going to give three, three, and three. We'll add that up to a score of 18. Britt, you're our guest. We'll start with you. We have the great pumpkin beer, pumpkin ale from McCausland Brewing Incorporated, otherwise known as St. Amboise. Begin your rating where you will. All right. So for scary. Starting with scary. Okay. Yeah, because that's like the best part. 
No, I'm just kidding. It's taste, obviously. But I don't think the can's very scary. Okay. So I think it's really pretty. Like, I think that they, it's almost like, like they've hit the Thanksgiving theme really well. Yeah. Now, to be like Halloween, it's pretty. There's no other word for it. Um, Scary, though? Like, I think a one. Just a one. I don't know. Yeah. We're going to go one. I'm sorry, but it's it's really nice can. You guys have to look for yourself. Um, Check out the Suds underscore cast Instagram account for photos. That's right. Uh, Taste three. Three. Wow. Straight to a three. Okay. It was really good. Like, there was literally... Nothing I can say that it mm-hmm. didn't have. So if you want a pumpkin beer, I would say this is it. There's literally, that's what you're getting. Yeah. Um, so they nailed that. Yeah. Sorry, what was the third one? The third category <laughs> is can design. Oh. Which I guess is kind of plays on your scariness. Yeah, it totally. But see, as, as yeah. it, in that you gave it a low score for scariness, right. you could maybe bump the score up on can design because you thought it was pretty. Yes, 2.5. 2.5. Because it is right. very nice looking. It's very appealing. If you were to see this on the shelf, um, especially this time of year yeah. specifically, absolutely you'd take this home. Yeah, like this can isn't, it isn't going to scare somebody away from, oh, like, oh, pumpkin beer. I don't mm-hmm. know. This can might just be like, oh, cool, pumpkin beer. That's yeah. kind of neat. You'd want Maybe to try I'll pick it. one up. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Okay, well, well I'm going to move on to my ratings. Yeah. Um, I might go a different path than you taste. I think I, I got to give it... I'm going to give it a 2.5 on taste because I think the pumpkin flavor is great. I'm really getting the pumpkin. I could have used a little bit more spice. Okay. I think that it's there. It's just very subtle, which I think is what you want, but I also maybe kind of wanted like a little bit more uh, punch in the face from the spice. <laughs> 2.5 out of 3. That's pretty good. Um, can design. I'm with you. I, I think it's a very, like, it's a nice, good-looking can. Mm-hmm. I don't think that they maybe put, like, a ton, ton of effort into it because, as I said, it's very similar to their other cans. I think I'm just going to give it a 2. I And also, like, it's weird that there's two pumpkins on it instead of one. Like you said, it kind of yeah. throws, it's kind of, like, not sym- symmetrical, and I think maybe we look for that. Yeah, it's called the Great Pumpkin, not the Great Pumpkins. That's true. Great point. Right. Which leads me into my my final rating for scariness. Now, you said you said it was a one out of six, but I don't know. The Great Pumpkin beer it kind of is a little scary. The Great <laughs> Pumpkin beer, you know, it's like, I mean, we called this thing the Great Pumpkin Bash, the That's Charlie true. Brown, the Great Pumpkin. Like, I'm thinking about Great Pumpkin, like this, like there's something kind of scary about a giant pumpkin, like those ones you see at fairs and stuff. Actually, yeah, they're pretty. They are pretty massive. Yeah, it's and like, you know, how do they get that big? I don't yeah, see whose any other fruit garden or, did yeah. they grow in? Who's ve- like what other vegetables grow that big? Yeah. So I think I'm going to give it a two. Okay. For scariness, now I'm just going to give a quick addition here. Silence while I do the addition. <laughs> Thirteen. The Great Pumpkin Beer Pumpkin Ale from McCausland Brewing Incorporated, otherwise known as Saint Ambroise. Thirteen out of eighteen. That's a pretty decent score. I think that's pretty good. I think that's like right in the middle. Like, yeah. You know, in our first episode, we had a 12 and we had a, a 10 and I think 13. That's a pretty good score. I mean, it's not a great score. We have two it's other beers perfect. coming up. So it's it's not necessarily that this score is going to be hard to beat. But I think that that's a good start to the scoring. Now, you listened to the Tales from the Brit on the previous episode. That's right. But, ooh, I think she's got a doozy. If I can even locate Brit. I mean, she showed up just to record the Tales from the Brit, but, I mean, she might have been some kind of vampire at this point. I don't know. 
She kind of turned into a bat and then flew out the window after she recorded it. Was she really pale? She, you know, come to think of it, she was a little bit pale. Uh-oh. Did she have a blood trail? No. Dripping from her mouth? She didn't have the blood. Not yet. But again, the taint changing into a bat and flying out the window, it's suspect. Yeah, a little bit. Okay. Yeah. What's not suspect is the next couple of beers we have coming up, so stay tuned. We got the next beer on the Great Pumpkin Bash Sudsky Special. It's time now for another episode of Tales from the Brit. Brit? Okay, so this story happened, I think I was about 12. Mm-hmm. And it happened to like a friend of a friend's older sister. Mm-hmm. Also around the time when you're 12, that's when babysitting's a real moneymaker. This girl, I don't know, she was like 14 or 15. She was babysitting these kids. Mm-hmm. Kids went to bed, she was just downstairs. And also this was a time when we still had landlines. And cell phones were like coming around. So you had both, cell phones and landlines. Yeah, yeah, it was the crossover period. Yeah. So she's babysitting, phone rings. She answers it, just hears heavy breathing. Okay, whatever. She just hangs up. You know, five minutes later, rings again. This time it's like heavy breathing and just someone giggling. She's like, oh, obviously it's, you know, my dumb sister or something scaring me. Yeah, it's like a prank caller. Yeah. So she hangs up. She doesn't care. 20 minutes go by, whatever. It rings again. And this time, the voice is very sinister and is like, check on the children. So it's like a two-story house. So the kids are like sleeping upstairs. She had already put them to bed and she's on the main floor. And she thought it was her sister again. So whatever, just hangs up. Well, then it happened again and again. And again. Keep saying, check on the children? Yes, that's all they said. Hmm. Like four times in a row. So then like on the last call, she's like, that's it, Becky. I'm so mad at you. And hangs up. Right. But then she's like, wait a second. I don't know about this. At no point she thought to check on the children? She just keeps No, because she thinks it's her sister. So right. she's like, well, this is useless. Hmm. So then she decides, she's like, okay, you know what? This has gotten a bit out of hand. Right. So she calls the police. She said, someone keeps calling. Right. And it's freaking me out because I'm here alone. I'm babysitting. I'm 14. And the cops say, are you sure it's not your sister playing a prank on you? Yeah. They, you know, went through the things. Yeah. So they said, okay, well, we'll see if we can, you know, like trace the call. Just hang up. We'll call you back in a few minutes. They call her back. And they say, get out of the house. Get out of the house. The cops tell her to get out of the house. Because they said the call is coming from upstairs. Oh my gosh. So she gets out of the house. Right. Cops come. The cops go and check on the children. Mm-hmm. Somebody, somebody finally checks on them. They're dead. They're dead. All three Whoa. are dead. So this girl, this was, I don't know, like 15, 16 years ago or something. So then this girl, mm-hmm. she gets away. She's fine. She grows up, has kids or whatever. Or whatever, yeah. <laughs> she has kids. She's in a restaurant. Her husband, date night. Date night. Kids are at home. With a babysitter. With a babysitter. Yeah. Everyone's got a cell phone now by this point. Yeah. She gets a call on her cell phone. Right. And guess what they say? Um, don't eat that pasta primadora because it might be poisoned. No. No. They say, check on the children. Check on the children. Oh, yeah. Okay, that makes sense. And then, so then what does she do? We don't know. We That's don't it. know what she did? She didn't, like, run out. She didn't scream. Well, I'm assuming she went home. Did she, like, dine and dash? She's like, I can't pay the bill. I got to get check on the children. I don't know. It's a whole long story. I'll tell but you later. Ever since I heard that story, stop babysitting. Well, yeah, and also, you know, you got, like, a real job. Well, I was only 12. All right. When this happened. You heard the story when you were 12 or it happened when you were 12? 
Well, it was I was around 12. It happened to a friend of a friend's older sister. Right. Hmm. Now, when she got that call in the restaurant, she had caller ID on her phone, obviously, so... Because she has a modern well, cell phone. Obviously, unknown caller. Oh, it would be an unknown caller. Well, you're not going to threaten someone and scare them and call from your home phone. Hmm. It's not going to show up Thompson D. Right. On the phone. Yeah. Interesting. That one, I don't know, not as scary. I guess kind of scary, but... Yeah, well, when you babysat and you hear that story and then the phone rings, well, you're scared. I guess it's probably more of like, if you ever get that call when you're babysitting, go check on the children. Don't wait no. to get multiple calls over and over no, again. No, because if she went to check on the children, she'd be dead too. Right. Hmm. Seems weird though. Wouldn't the killer just come downstairs and kill her then? No, because it's more fun to torture and be upstairs and see the torture. But, it, but there was no torture because she just thought it was her dumb Yeah, but she sister. obviously got scared enough at a certain point she called the police. Yeah. Because she realized, oh, it's probably not my sister. Hmm. How would my sister get this number? Hmm. She's not smart enough to, like, get a phone book. I don't know. It seems like she should have gone to one of those babysitter classes to, like, learn what to do when, when a serial killer is calling. Well, she did the right thing. She called the police eventually. Eventually, yeah. I'm just saying she maybe could have called them a little bit sooner. Anyway... Kind of scary. You ruined the scary story every time. What do you mean I ruined it? <laughs> it was pretty scary. Not it's so scary. scary. I mean, it's scary how lackadaisical her babysitting was. No, but in the end, that saved her life. I guess so, but... And why would you think to go check on the kids? Because someone keeps calling you and telling you and suggesting that you do right. it. It's just like in those scary movies when you hear a noise. You don't run towards the noise. You run away from it. I guess I'm just saying... Everyone like, who runs, runs towards the noise dies. If you called the police and you said, someone keeps calling and saying, check on the children, they keep calling, I'm sure the first question the police would say is, have you checked on the children? Well, maybe this had happened before and they knew. That's true. Maybe this wasn't the first time. Hmm. Interesting. I mean, it's scarier, I guess, to think that somebody keeps doing this, but... Well, obviously they did it to her again. Yeah. Well, that's just another super scary Tales from the Brit. Thanks, Brit. You're welcome. And here we go. We're back. We've had one beer. It's time for the second beer in the Great Pumpkin Bash, round two. We have... This is a local yokel from just around the corner in Cambridge... We have Highballer Pumpkin Ale from Grand River Brewing. Open this one up. So just from like the get-go, an orange can. Orange can. How festive. Yes. There's an orange can. There's kind of some lines on it. Ooh, this one's pouring a little bit lighter mm -hmm. than the previous beer. There you go, Brent. Oh, way lighter, eh? Yeah. It's not nearly as uh, roasted looking, the color. Good pumpkin smell. Yeah. It smells sweeter. Cheers. Yeah, it does, doesn't it? All right. Spicier. Much spicier. Yeah. A little less on the pumpkin, more on the spice. Initial thoughts? Yeah, less pumpkin-y. Mm -hmm. More watery. Like, mm -hmm. does that make sense? The other one was thicker? Yeah. This one is maybe a little bit thinner um, and not as sweet. Um. So the first sip, you get like a lot of pumpkin. Mm-hmm. And then as I keep sipping, I'm getting less pumpkin, if that makes sense. It's good. To be honest, this is one that, like, you could have more than one of and not feel gross. Yeah. It certainly is not as heavy as the other beer. Right. As the other one was, the uh, the great pumpkin beer mm -hmm. from Coslin. I feel like after a couple of sips, the pumpkin kind of gets masked. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's it's kind of going away a little bit. The last sip that I just had, it tasted more just like regular beer. Right. With a bit of a spice character. This one's 5.2% um, alcohol, and it sells for $3.30 in uh, the liquor store. Now, interesting, we were talking about spices. This beer, as opposed to the previous beer and some of the other ones we've had in the uh, Great Pumpkin Bash, under the ingredients, it just lists spices. Mm-hmm. It doesn't kind of break down what is in there. Right. Pumpkin is listed in the ingredients, but it's not kind of being specific about the ingredients. It's definitely like, it's definitely a little thinner. Yeah. Like it's not bad. It's one that you'd be able to drink like more than one of like we had said. I don't like it as much to be honest. No. I like that the spiciness is a little bit higher, mm-hmm. but I don't like the fact that the pumpkin is lessened. Right. Hmm. So maybe I'm... When I kind of said that it wasn't enough spice in the first beer, the Great Pumpkin beer, this one I'm kind of maybe hoping there was a little more pumpkin. It's almost like the like the first one was too much pumpkin, not enough spice. This one's maybe a little bit too much spice, not enough pumpkin. Yep. I can't even taste pumpkin anymore. Like, it smells sweeter than it tastes. Now, on the can, Brett, it says, highballer pumpkin ale. Treat yourself. That's kind of fun. That is fun. Like, have you, you've heard the saying, treat yourself? Mm-hmm. Like, treat yourself. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think in this case, they're talking more about, like, trick-or-treat, but... Yeah, like, kind of like for adults to go trick-or-treating. Yeah, like, go, you know, treat yourself. You know, yeah. you've given out all those treats to the kids. It's time for you to treat yourself with a pumpkin ale. Oh, yeah. And, like, look, there's a train on it. Yeah, there's a train on it. So, like, totally, like, okay, we're going trick-or-treating... Mama wants some beer, right? I guess. I'm not really sure what the... The train has a pumpkin. Yeah, um, with its, like, light... Like, it's a jack-o'-lantern. It's a jack-o'-lantern, with its, yeah. with its lights of the train going through the eyes. Yeah. I don't know. See, this is the thing. I haven't had any Grand River uh, Breweries uh, beer before, so maybe the, the train's on all of them, potentially. Maybe. And so then just this, like, yeah. This one, they just slapped, like, a pump, a jack-o'-lantern on the front. And yeah, maybe, yeah. I would think, I would hope, because that's really the only way that it sort of makes sense there. Like, it's weird looking. Like, it's yeah. really bizarre. Yeah. It's and like, high baller, that also... Ballin. Yeah, I guess. I mean, that doesn't really have anything to do with Halloween, does it, though? Not at all. Or pumpkins. I don't know what that even means. Yeah. It's really bizarre. And, like, I don't know if it's on... It looks like it's almost on, like, a street sign or something. Like, Yeah, little... like the highballer pumpkin ale. Like, it's... Yeah. It's Or it's bizarre. like a, a license plate or something. Yeah. Mm, weird. But then if you look at the back... Um, Oh, no, they have that, too. So, like, the treat yourself is in, like, this fun little, like, candy yeah. writing. I don't know how you'd even describe it. And the highballer pumpkin ale on the back is the same writing. Hmm. Interesting. Well, we'll keep sampling along here. And while we do, quick question for you, Britt. Yeah. You love Halloween. Yes. We've got some candy in front of us that we're not allowed to touch because this is what happens when we touch it. <laughs> That's the noise. That's the noise it's going to make. But Good thing I didn't go for one yet. Yeah. <laughs> I get caught. I specifically told you before we started to not touch the candy. Keep your hands flat. Yeah, there's kind of like a torture thing going on here where we've got a bunch of candy and <laughs> potato <laughs> chips in front of us, but it's only to be eaten between breaks. So, um, But speaking of candy, especially Halloween candy, mm-hmm. 
Got any favorite Halloween candy? Yes. Okay. Oh my god, I'm glad you asked. Uh, is there anything that's in this <laughs> yes, bowl here? Okay. I love Popeyes. Popeyes. Yeah, like I Can- feel like they're sorry, hard to find. Popeyes candy sticks. Oh yeah. We're being oh okay, being like not the chicken. Like I don't want no chicken drumstick in my bag. No, but no, no. What? <laughs> oh. That would be a real trick. It would be weird. Trick or treat, guy just throws a bunch <laughs> of chicken bones in the bag. Can you imagine? You can't even get all dirty. Yeah, you'd definitely get reported. No, So much grease. I'm bringing that up because, you know, these didn't used to be called Popeye's candy sticks. I, cigarettes, weren't they? They used to be Popeye's cigarettes. Yeah. But then all the parents got around and they were like, nope, you got to change that. Which is like crazy. Like, come on, parents. It's fun. It's just for fun. But like, I feel like they were really hard to find now. Yeah. I went to the dollar store and that's where I got these. Interesting, yeah, because yeah. this this used to be like a huge staple when I was a kid. Oh, yeah. It was like, you'd be getting these, no problem. Now, I'm just opening the Popeye's uh, candy sticks box because another thing that they used to do with the candy sticks is one of the ends would be red, which would kind of <laughs> insinuate that this is a cigarette. Now, as I'm looking at them, no, they have taken that away and it's just completely white. You it's know? chalk. Yeah, it just looks like a piece of chalk. <laughs> Like with a, a clear, like, cut line where a machine definitely chopped, like, as yeah. it was coming down the line. Hilarious. Yeah, that really takes the fun out of they them, They look more it? like a blunt now. Yeah, it looks more like a like, like, a, a, like a joint. Yeah. yeah. It actually does look a lot more like that, which is probably even more problematic for parents. <laughs> Potentially. Now, I guess if you had the little red on the tip, it would still look like a joint. I guess they Absolutely. always look like a joint, but when you're a kid, you don't really know what that is. No. So you would never put that together. Yeah. But, like, nowadays, I guess it's legal, so, I mean, yeah, have at her. It's legal in Canada, but still, Popeye candy sticks. Funny. You know, the people who make Popeye uh, candy sticks, when they had to change them from cigarettes to candy sticks, they were probably, like, you know, the parents were, like, and you got to take that little red thing off the end of the candy, and they were, like, great, that's just one less thing we have to do. Yeah, like, cheaper to make. Yeah, or, like, <laughs> yeah, less less stuff, less time. Yeah. Of course, they had to change all the boxes to say candy sticks. But he still has his pipe in his mouth. Well, and this is the other thing about Popeye's candy sticks is that <laughs> Popeye didn't smoke cigarettes, so <laughs> he smoked corncob pipe, and even that seems problematic because Popeye was kind of known as this, like, muscle-bound guy. It's Tat- like, tatted up. <laughs> yeah, he was all tatted up. I mean, I guess he was in the Navy, so that makes sense that he was still smoking, but it's like, he's not really the picture... He, you know, he'd eat his spinach and then he'd get super strong, but it's like, but then he's hacking on these cigarettes or his corncob pipe. It doesn't really make sense. Hilarious though. Okay. But besides the Popeye's candy sticks, mm-hmm. anything else? Okay. Yeah. So Humpty Dumpty chips. Oh which yeah. I, like, I don't even know if you can buy those the, not in the, Halloween time. The mini bags? Yeah. Just like the plain. I don't know if you can get those just I, for like kids, like lunch bags. Or... I don't know. Hmm. I, maybe Costco sells them. I have no idea. But they yeah. are the best. When I was trick or treating, yeah, it was like you got you got some you got those little chip bags. Those yeah. were always an, a bonus. Oh yeah, except when they pop though, if you got yeah. some heavy stuff in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Also, they take up a lot of space in the old treat bag. They do. So but you got a light. That's right, but you have so, to have a pillowcase. Yeah, well, you have to have a pillowcase. Yeah. that's standard. Yeah, because sometimes they get like a can of pop or something, and then they just drop it, and you're like, boom, there goes my chip. See, like kids come to our door now, and it's like. They have like a lip, you know, they have like the jack-o'-lantern like looking plastic thing. Yeah, the OG orange ones. You know, but it's like you can barely get your hand in them to put candy in. It's sort of like, that's not how you do it, kids. You got to get that giant pillowcase. Yeah. Big, you know, open end on the one side. Yep. That's how you get that candy flow. And also super durable. 
you get like a queen size pillowcase uh, sheet, you're good uh-huh. to go. Like you could probably last all night. Yeah, seriously. Yeah, Humpty Dumpty chips. That was a good one. What or sometimes you get like uh, che- like the cheese sticks. Okay. Yes. Yeah. What about cheetos. yours though? Well, I said I was talking. Eric and I were talking about yeah. this last episode, and I was like, you know, basically any chocolate bar, right. like any other chocolate though? bar. Like, do you ever get those treat bags that like people actually made? Like they would have. Yeah, like, with, like, sometimes a you remember that. Yeah, that was get those. cute. Yeah. You get like one, like a, an eraser or something. Yeah, yeah. I guess like an eraser is kind of fun in some ways, but it's all kind of just like more about the candy. Yes, absolutely. Eric was talking about rockets, but I don't know. I never really got mm-hmm. into rockets. No, it wasn't I like. I just like those chocolate bars, you know? I don't know. It's just like when you're a kid, the idea of a chocolate bar, it's like, I love chocolate bars. That's true. And then when you go for Halloween, it's like people are giving away small chocolate, individually wrapped chocolate bars. Like, yeah, give me as many of those as I can get. Actually, yeah. And you feel better about eating like 10 small ones than like one whole one. You know what I mean? Well, now as an adult, it's like you just power through those. It's like you're not even realizing you've just eaten like three chocolate bars, which, yeah. is, which is insane. You're like, my bad. <laughs> yeah. It's like now I'm like, I'm eating the Reese peanut butter cups. before. I I, yeah. But yeah. Well, those were my favorite when I was a kid. Of course, when you're a kid, I don't know if it's like one of those things, but were Reese peanut butter cups bigger when you were a kid or were you just smaller? Okay, no, they've totally shrunk. They've definitely uh, they been, like, had to needling have. away little bits of them at a time. And like, what the heck are they now? The wrapper takes like up the, the whole thing. Ones. Yeah. <laughs> I know. That's crazy. Everything's shrinking. Tim Horton's cookies are shrinking. Yeah. Their timbits are shrinking. Yeah. Donuts. You go get a donut yes. now. It's like, they're definitely just slowly taking away, shaving off a gram, a gram, a gram. Before you know it, I've said this before, the donuts are going to be the size of the timbits. That is so sad. And the Timbits probably won't even exist anymore because it'll just be, hey, uh, I'll take a 20-pack of donuts. Crumb it. Yeah, it'll be a crumb. That's right. (laughs) It'll be some sort of even smaller version than a Timbit. (laughs) But yeah, I always liked the little chocolate chocolate bars. Any kind of like chocolate miniature. Um, Reese's were my... I think Reese's were my favorite. But every now and then you'd get... um, Somebody would buy one of the bags of the mini chocolate bars. It was like a chocolate bar that you didn't normally get. Like but, an almond joy or something. Yeah, or like a, yeah. like a like a mini Milky Way. It's yes. like, what is this? Yeah. We don't have this. Because everybody always bought the like the the arrow, the, the fifties or whatever uh, they're yeah. called, right? I hate that. Like the Smarties. I hate that. Yeah, I know. The mix pack, the Smarties, coffee arrow, crisp. coffee crisp, Kit Kat. Yep. Those are. I'm so sick of those. <laughs> I know. They need to go away. <laughs> they do. What's your favorite of those four? Arrow. You Hands down. Arrow? Oh yeah. See, I kind of like the Kit Kat because I like the, the wafer part. Okay. But then. I don't know. I also, I think, no, I think my four, my list goes Coffee Crisp, Kit Kat, Arrow, Smarties. All right. So Arrow's third, which I guess isn't good. What yeah. would be your Mine's four? Arrow, then Coffee Crisp, Kit Kat. And I don't even, honest to God, I wouldn't even eat the Smarties. Yeah, Smarties kind of suck. suck. Yeah. Like M&M's are way better. Exactly. Smarties, yeah. It's one of these things like we're supposed to be patriotic about Smarties because they're Canadian, mm-hmm. but M&M's are so much better. Oh, yeah. And I have... You know, like the old time vending machines that would be like almost like a gumball machine, but it was Smarty filled mm-hmm. and they were always stale. That ruined Smarties for me. Yeah. Like just yucky. Yeah. I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is about the Smartie. It's like, the, I don't know if it's just they're not as sweet as M&M's or M&M's are crunchier, but I always liked an M&M more than a Smartie. I think the chocolate just is better maybe. Yeah. I don't even know if the chocolate's better, but there's just something, they're like, M&M's are just crunchier. 
And they're smaller, so you get more in the pack. I don't know. Yeah, they have the peanut <laughs> ones. They never really more di- flavors. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they they never really diverged from just Smarties. It was like these are. Yeah, just... I don't think they ever have. No, there's. I don't think there's ever been. There's never been a peanut version. There's never been any other type that I'm familiar with. They may have made like a Pride Smartie where there's like a white, but it doesn't taste any different. You just don't know the color. Yeah, see, they changed the colors, but they never yeah. changed the actual flavor. No, you're right. Hmm. And M&M has like coffee. They have like a mint one from the States that you can get. Yeah, well, sometimes I think M&M, they have like too many flavors now, but yeah. that's a whole other story. <laughs> we're, we're just continuing our sampling. High, high baller pumpkin ale. Treat yourself. Treat yourself. Treat yourself from Grand River Brewing. Now, we've had some sips here. I mm. think we're getting to that point of yeah. giving our reviews. Britt, yeah. as stated, you're the guest. Okay, Please thanks. render your scores. Okay, so scary. What's scary is, like, not knowing what the design is. And, like, what's... I don't know. Like, I just don't understand it, maybe? Mm-hmm. So it's a bit scary, to be mm-hmm. honest. Because yeah. it's, it's a bit spooky. I, I know that's more of the can, but... I guess it's a bit scary, like... It's sort of like one of those existential things, like, yeah. why does this train have a jack-o'-lantern on yeah. it? I'm kind of scared. And I just noticed, too, sorry to interrupt, but there's, like, a dog on the back for Grand River, so, like, a Dalmatian. Couldn't they have played that up and, like, dressed the dog up as, like, a pumpkin? Wouldn't oh, that have yeah. been cute? That would have been good. I don't know. Hmm. So I don't know if that's, like, their logo or not. Yeah. Um, it's kind of like a confluence of logos going on here. Yeah, I'm not sure where to, what know. to make of it. It's weird. So scary, though, like... I'm actually going to give it like a 1.5 for scariness. 1.5. Yep. Yeah. Um, for taste, um, like flavor, I wasn't that keen on it. Maybe like, can you do 1.75 or is that just getting we'll too complicated? Accept quarters. All right. 1.75. We have six beers to go through. So, I mean, quarters could def- decide. True. True. So, 1.75 yeah. out of three for taste. And then the can. Can design. Ah. Uh, I don't know. Is it like, are they trying to do like a Harry Potter theme? Like, a, where are they going? Yeah. I, I see don't what know. you're talking about with the train. Yeah. I don't know. I don't understand it. I think I, 1.75 again, because I can't, 1.75. I don't understand. Justifiable scores all around. Yeah. Now for me, I'm going to start with taste. It's got the spice level that I was looking for, but the pumpkin is just not there. No. I think I'm going to have to go... Uh, I'm gonna have to go 1.5. I think that's 1.5 out of three. Justified. It's just a half. Yeah. yeah. 50%. Can design. I mean, it doesn't really make a whole lot of sense why there's a jack lantern on the train. They must use the train on their other beers. I like the font choice for the pumpkin ale and it's the fun. treat yourself. They're kind of fun. Doesn't really make too too much sense. The can is kind of just like an orange can with some pinstriping on it. They have the black and orange. I'm gonna go. Another 1.5. Oh, God. We're just, <laughs> we're one-pointing something, this this beer to death. Oh. For scariness, I don't know. I'm kind of freaked out by that train with the jack-o'-lantern on it. <laughs> it's weird. It's Is just, it coming out of one eye? It looks like it's coming out of both eyes, okay. but there's some okay. kind of, but it's like doubled up, so it okay. looks, it's very okay. like strong. But yeah, okay. I don't know. I'm kind of like, I'm a little scared. Now, I'm also a little scared that... Like, this is a pumpkin beer because it's not, like, doing it for me. Yeah. I think I'm, I'm going to give it... I'm going to... Oh, man. I can't believe it. I'm giving it another 1.5. It got 1.5s across the board for me because it kind of just didn't do anything well. No. It didn't do anything really, really badly, but it didn't do anything well. Yeah. It was just, like, a straight 50% for everything. I agree. Like, yeah. the can design, some of it is interesting. Some of it doesn't make sense. 
the taste, so the spice is there. The pumpkin's not quite there. It's a little bit, it's a little bit light on the body. And then the scariness, like it's, it's scary just because you don't really know what the hell's going on with the can or the beer. You know, it's like, it's scary and like, yeah. it's sort of up and down, left and right at the same time. I was a bit more forgiving, but I totally agree. Yeah. I don't understand. <laughs> I mean, I guess you can only get it once a year. That's yeah. fun, I guess. See, I wonder if it's one of those things where it's like they've been making this beer for years and years and years before they were sending this one to the LCBO and it's like into our liquor stores, but it's like... Could be. Now, all of a sudden, you're like, well, we'll just keep making the same recipe and it's like, yeah, but there's better stuff. You know, there's there's beers that are making... There's pumpkin beers being made out there that do make sense and are balanced, like mm-hmm. kind of like the previous one we had. Yeah, it'd be interesting to like go to their brewery to see how long they've been brewing it. Like, yeah. is this a recipe that's just recently come out? Yeah. Because it doesn't really compete against the others. Yeah. Well, I'm just going to tally up the score real quick. Ooh, 9.5 oh. out of 18. Wow. Uh-oh. Well, you were... Right on the money when you said it was about a 50% beer. Yeah, I mean, that's pretty much 50%. That's as close as you can... That's pretty damn close. Yeah. I mean, we're 0.5 away from 50%. Now, we've had... We had a beer on the first episode from Lake of Bays that got a slightly higher score than that, but it was so bad that it got a three for me from scariness because it was scary that that beer made it on the shelf. (laughs) Whereas this beer, it's like... It's not necessarily scary that it got to the store. I mean, I kind of understand how it got there, but... Mm -hmm. Yeah, it just didn't really do anything. It was neither... It was like lukewarm. Everything about it was lukewarm. Nothing was too crazy. Nothing was too normal. It was sort of like middling around in the middle. Plain Janes of pumpkin beers. Yeah. Hopefully our next beer isn't a plain Jane. We have our final beer of the tournament, of the first or of the second round of the bracket tournament, coming up right after this. Stay tuned. This is the Sudscast. Hey, Britt. You look really relaxed. What's your secret? Switching to Anchor FM. Huh? Since we moved the Sudscast to Anchor FM, podcasting has been a breeze. Just name a podcast app and I bet we're on it. iTunes? On it. Spotify? Yep. Google Podcasts? Been there for ages. We're on Podbean, Stitcher, CastBox, just to name a few. Is the Sudscast on Caster Blaster? Hmm. I don't know. That's because I just made that one up. Oh. But if it existed, we'd be on it. That's true. Thanks, everybody, for all the support. Follow us on Instagram, send us an email, and give us a review on any of your podcasting apps. And here we go. We're back. We've got the third and final beer of round two of the Great Pumpkin Bash, or GPB. This beer... Is it going to be a doozy? I'm just going to open this can up. This beer is Paranormal Imperial Pumpkin Ale by Flying Monkeys Craft Brewery. This beer, Britt, I don't want to scare you, but it's 10% alcohol. We're getting drunk. Yeah. (laughs) So that's where the Imperial in the Pumpkin Ale, Imperial Pumpkin Ale, that's what that implies, that it's high percentage alcohol. So this one is going to be markedly different than the other ones we've had, just purely based on that standard alone. Okay. Cheers. Cheers. Ooh, it's very sweet smelling. Yeah. It smells like apple pie. Do you smell that? Or am I just crazy? It smells like pie. I think it's cinnamon. Hmm. Oh, okay. 
tastes like a dessert. Yeah. It's not as sweet as I thought it was going to be. It's actually kind of has like a bitter aftertaste. I don't taste pumpkin. Is it like caramelly? Yeah, there's like a caramel. Sorry, I'll just get through this. 10% alcohol right now. $4.95 a can in the LCBO. So about Price $5 say. a pint. Yeah. All right. Now it's 10% alcohol, so it's understandable why mm-hmm. it's maybe a little bit more expensive. The can media says aromas of pumpkin pie. You said apple pie. pie. Yeah, pie. Graham cracker, which would be pie again, mm-hmm. kind of. Yeah. And toasty aura of autumn. Are you picking up the toasty aura of autumn? <laughs> it's weird to taste the. Can, does autumn smell have of a taste? Autumn? Yeah, I don't know. So, like, if you were to buy a candle. Yeah. At like. Bath and Body Works or something. Right, right, right. Now we're advertising. See what I'm doing? Yeah. <laughs> just another ad, just another company that doesn't want to advertise on this podcast, but go on. It might taste like the scent of one of the candles. You okay, know what I mean? so yeah, maybe it's like a little bit of a, a phony taste. Tastes like, I don't know even how to describe this. Um, I can understand when they say autumn taste. Like yeah. I can understand that. Like it's warm. Like it tastes like it's warming. I don't know. Subtle blend of cinnamon, ginger, nutmeg, and allspice. Allspice? Mm-hmm. That's a new spice for the uh, this episode. We okay. haven't had that one mentioned yet. Swirl in a metaphysical balance of the spirited imperial body of this 10% alcohol beer. Brewed with roasted pumpkin. Well, the pumpkin is roasted. I'm kind of getting like a heavy, a bit of a heavier bitter aftertaste. Like it's not as sweet as I thought it was going to be. No. It's a strange taste, to be honest. It smells sweet. It smells like sweet. Yeah, I'm kind of picking up a bit of apple. I think it's more of this. It's like a cinnamon, though, that's kind of... Like fresh out of the oven. Yeah, and there's a bit of spiciness afterwards that I think is also maybe a bit of the cinnamon. Yeah. But then when you taste it, it doesn't taste particularly sweet. It almost tastes like it should be like a warm drink. Yeah. Like a hot toddy or something. Yeah. Hmm. Well, Britt's finished her sample. I'll, <laughs> we'll top everybody back up and... Uh, We'll talk about now on the can. It says "Cult of the Pumpkin." Do you, are you, are you a member of the Cult of the Pumpkin, Britt? I mean, you like Halloween a lot, so I'm not telling my secret. <laughs> well, I saw that pumpkin tattoo on your wrist. So that gave it away. Dead, dead to rights on that. Don't tell people. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, it's not bad. Yeah, like it's it's a weird taste. Like it's not. I wouldn't. Picture this to be a beer flavor. I don't know. Now, Flying Monkey, they they usually, they do some of these one-off beers where they kind of have a higher percentage than what you would uh, normally expect. And I think this is the one I was talking about during break. Yeah. About the double IPA. <clears throat> I think the Flying Monkeys is the um, Oh, yeah. I brewery. think you're right. I think you're right. They do tend to do like some higher percentage sort of off-the-wall kind of stuff with interesting additives. Yeah. There's nothing really interesting additive-wise with this beer. It's just that it's a pumpkin beer and it's a higher percentage. Mm -hmm. Anything, like the cans kind of, there's, I mean, as usual, there's all kinds of stuff happening on that can. This can is so much fun. Yeah, it's out of this world. Like, (laughs) O-M-G. They're so punny. Yeah. Like, instead of saying it's eerie, they put, it's (laughs) beery. I did see that. So, like, that's so fun. Like There's they, a lot happening. Oh, yeah. Camp. A lot of spooky stuff. Like, there's a swamp man. 
There's aliens. There's a three-eyed monkey on it. And he's in a spaceship. He's flying. Get it? Oh, <laughs> I didn't monkeys. put that together before. It's fun. Like it's I I love the can. Yeah, the can's pretty pretty neat. There's like obviously yeah. a jack-o'-lantern. There's a brain the for some reason. There's an eyeball. There's kind legs. of it's kind of all like that classic. And what movie is this stuff. one from? Oh, the 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 little kid. The with ring. The, the TV. Is it the ring? I think it's Poltergeist, isn't it? Oh, I don't, know. I don't know. See, I was always too afraid to watch any of those scary movies, so I don't know them. <laughs> Hit us up if you know what what Halloween movie we're talking about. The scary movie where the kid at the TV screen. I swear it's The Ring. I could be wrong though, honestly. I feel like it was older together. than The Ring. The Ring came oh. out like a then. Oh, that spooky guy. Yeah, there's like an briefcase. invisible man with a briefcase and a hat on, yeah. and some kind of like bat that's on fire. A lot of scary stuff going on. Do all their cans say normal is weird? I think so. Uh, it, they usually say normal is weird. So this yeah. can says paranormal is weird. <laughs> See, yeah. that's fun. Yeah, they're like taking their yeah. normal can design, but kind of like switching it up a little bit. I appreciate that. I really like the can a lot. Like this is something that would jump out at you if like Halloween. Yeah. This is the can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fun. Yeah. I really like like the Swamp Man because it's kind of like... <laughs> It's scary, but not really, because it's sort of like... It's goofy looking. Yeah, it's like, I'm not really afraid of it. It looks kind of like the drawing of like a swamp man from like a really bad 1960s scary movie, you know? Yeah, or like Dumb and Dumber, or like, yeah, I like, don't even know. Yeah, like a B, B scary movie, you know? It's like some guy clearly in a swamp man outfit. Or like Scooby-Doo. Yeah, or, yeah like, <laughs> a, like a bad Scooby-Doo spinoff character. Speaking of people dressed up, I asked Eric, I'm going to ask you... Any interesting costumes from childhood or adulthood that stand out? Yes. I'm so glad you asked again. What a good question. <laughs> um, I just love it so much that I was a vampire when I was a kid for seven years in a row. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> I know. Who does that? But I just love the costume so much that I just, I couldn't get rid of it. You just kept wearing it. Every year. Did my you like add on to it or was it always kind oh, of the same? No, the same. Yeah. So my parents kept asking me like, Britt, like, do you want to try something new? I'm like, no, I love being a vampire. So I'm a bit weird. But um, I'd say in like my adulthood years, my costumes have gotten much better. Mm. And like they're different every year. So I was like the three blind mice with my college friends. Oh, yeah. And then um, I was like a guard. What, what, what did you wear for that one? Like, okay. Like well, mouse ears and little mouse one ears. of those white canes. <laughs> yeah, we had a little cane and like a little black dress. So it was like a little <laughs> skanky kind of version. Yeah, yeah. It was still like tasteful. Right. Um, but so last year, my friend and I were dust bunnies. Sexy three blind mice. <laughs> yeah. I just thought about like these dumb. <laughs> Sexy costume ideas you see in the store. Sexy three blind mice. So sexy. Um, so we were... It was a cute costume. Like, we were like... We were, it was tasteful. No, was no, like, no. Yeah, I'm so, just, I'm just yeah. joking because it's like it's, yeah. women traditionally like, have sexy to like, none. yeah, they have to wear like these sexy outfits, but that one is like sexy three blind mice. Like who would have thought of that one? <laughs> like blind mice are not sexy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so last year's dust bunny and that was a really good costume. Like okay. the dust bunnies from Big Comfy Couch. Oh, I see. I never really watched it. Oh, darn it. Um, okay. So the other year we were uh, garden gnomes <sighs> and... The aliens off of Toy Story. Okay. I know those. And did you ever watch Recess? Uh, yes. You know Miss Finster? Yes. I was her one year. Oh, I think I've seen a picture of that. <laughs> Probably. Yeah, that one was good. <laughs> like, I even had the teeth. It was the, 
whenever you have fake teeth though, like it just digs into your gums and it's just, you can't wear them. Yeah. See, I was going to ask you that. Like when you were a kid and you were a vampire all those years in a row. Oh like, yeah. You think I'd be used to them, right? Yeah. But like, is that, <laughs> was that part of the costume? Yeah. Like, was it like the fake teeth? Like, and they have a cape or oh, yeah. did and you the... paint on the widow's peak or did you go that oh, far? Oh no. But I definitely had like a painted my face white. Yeah, yeah. My mom would do the blood dripping down. We had like fake blood. Let's be, we had like a bottle of it. Like... <laughs> I'm not joking. Like a oh, legit. That stuff doesn't go bad. <laughs> and then um, the fake teeth, and they were the freaking like glow in the dark ones. Oh yeah. Oh, oh that's cool. I rocked that yeah. costume. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just kidding. Scary. Super scary. Yeah. I think yeah. I was a vampire one year. I think you go through it like you always yeah. be a vampire. Or like a face, kind of yeah. Or like a witch, like. Yeah. Um, I was like a sheep or a mouse when I was a baby, but mm. I mean. You can't really tell what that is. You were a mouse when you were a baby, and then eventually you graduated to th- blind. The sexy three blind mouse. <laughs> so, I mean, it makes sense, right? Yeah. Sexy mouse, sure. Sexy blind mouse? I don't know. It seems <laughs> we had these big goggles, or like glasses. Yeah. So funny. Like the, like the side, the giant side <laughs> panels on them. I wish we had those. <laughs> That would have been so funny to see. Oh, yeah. Like, it's just so much fun. See, I brought up a roommate costume, too. Those roommate costumes are great. When you You get, like, a gangrene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's funny. I know. They're so much fun. So funny. Because also, I think the benefit of it is that if you kind of are shy or timid about dressing up, it's like, well, we're all in this together sort of mentality. It's like, you know, you can't, you don't really have to be nervous about it because, like, we're all basically wearing the exact same thing. Mm -hmm. So it's sort of like that camaraderie of everyone's doing it together. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, you're going to like this one. I was bananas in pajamas one year. Uh, yeah. And like, you know, like the full-blown banana costumes you can get? Yeah. And then I just got like a like a, a PJ shirt, sorry, from like Valley Village and wrote B1. My sister was living in Vancouver and she was going to be B2, but it's like we're across the country from each other. Um, so when I went to the bar, which is so funny, I looked like an idiot. And there was girls and they were legit in Victoria's Secret um, angel outfits. They looked really good. Like they looked hot. Mm-hmm. And like they like they looked apart. But people were actually coming up to me being like, oh my God, like nice costume. I'm like, how am I picking up in this banana costume? I look like an idiot. <laughs> and you like, have Victoria's Like guys were coming up to you. Yeah, just to be like, oh, nice costume. You're a banana. I'm like, yeah. And then these girls are looking like hot tamales in their little outfits. I'm like, what? Go to them. Go to these girls. Yeah, I think it's because, like, people actually appreciate some effort in the costume. Yeah. And this is sort of my problem with women, like, having to dress up as sexy nun and sexy whatever. Sexy and then just add whatever you want at the end of it. Yeah. It's like, there's not a ton of effort. Because very often I find what happens is they just wear normal, um, scantily clad clothing. Mm -hmm. And then it's like... They put cat ears on, and it's like sexy cat. It's like <laughs> it's there's no real thought to that. Yeah. Whereas bananas and pajamas, it's like you actually had to go and assemble this costume. It wasn't just wear what you would normally wear out to a bar and then put cat ears or devil ears on. It's like you actually did some work, and yeah. I think that like I appreciate that. Yeah, and it was like funny. So I think it's because I looked like yeah. so silly that it was like funny. Yeah. And but honestly, I was like, oh man, I. <laughs> The whole place was full of Victoria's Secret models. I've honestly. kind of been like, I've had some costumes and people have been like very like, oh, that's a cool costume. And it's like, thanks. Because like I actually put some effort into it and it took some time. Yeah. And I think that sort of stuff shows. Yeah. Or and, if you make it yourself. Yeah. yeah. Or even if you just like go and like you said, you went to Value Village. Yeah. Like you go and buy a secondhand piece of clothing and it's yeah. like, that takes effort. 
you're does. not just using what you already have. Like you're going out and actually shopping for a costume and you're not buying something new, but you're kind of like making something up out of secondhand clothes or something somebody didn't want anymore. And I don't know. I kind of like that. I like, I like that. it too. Like reduce, reuse, recycle, right? Like yeah. you're just like making, you're making it your own as well. So you might, I didn't make the banana outfit. However, you like put the pieces together, like you said. So it's fun. It's like, it's really creative when you find people that are like so decked out. Like, okay, when I was in um, high school, a guy was a robot and he literally made it out of cardboard. Like it was the best thing I've ever seen and it took so much work. But you can just tell all the effort that was put in. Yeah. Those people like when they even are building stuff like yeah. out of cardboard. and <clears throat> I mean, you're not talking about clothes now. You're talking about like a whole, oh, like yeah. that's going to take a long time. Oh, yeah. Well, that wreath that you hung on your door, I mean, you <laughs> made that. Yeah. Well, thank you. Yeah, yes, like, yeah. That's so much cooler than if you just went to the store and just bought something, you know? And it's more, well, you know what? It's more expensive probably to make it, but no one else has the same one. Yeah. So it's, well, it's unique. like, yeah, it's like your own. That's something to be proud of. Yeah. So, um, getting back to paranormal Imperial Pumpkin Ale from Flying Monkeys Craft Brewery, the final beer. Okay. Is it growing on you? Sometimes these beers, they change when they kind of start to warm up to room temp a little bit. They... Yeah. Like it's, a, like I said, like a warm beer, like it's soothing. Does that make sense? Like yeah, that's I think that's the high alcohol percentage. It okay. kind of like has like a bit of oh well, that's what I think. That's what I think is happening. Okay, it sort of has this like uh, medicinal quality in some in some ways. The spices are there, but um, I don't know. I'm just not sure if making it a 10 percent alcohol beer. It doesn't taste like 10. percent No, so they did good. They did yeah. well with that. But I just don't know if it's necessarily worth it to have made it a 10%. Maybe after a couple, you're so drunk that you just don't even notice? Yeah. Well, I, I would be surprised <laughs> if anyone could have a couple of these. <laughs> I mean, yeah. this is kind of like it's a, a really weird taste. Yeah. It's like a one and done. Yeah. It's like pumpkin beer. It reminds me actually of the first beer that we had. Just like a much more high alcohol percentage yeah. than that. Yeah. It reminds me of the, the great pumpkin ale by uh, St. Ambroise. Like, still strong. Yeah, like, I think less pumpkin probably because of the alcohol content. Maybe. Yeah, they used roasted pumpkin. How true, yes. So I don't know if that's maybe changing it as well. You'd think that would maybe intensify the flavor, but maybe it's actually holding it back a little bit. I'm not sure. Anyway, we're finishing up our samples, and it's time that we do the final rating. The guest goes first. Okay. Okay, starting with scary three, for sure. Three. So scary because you're like, I don't know what this taste is. Is it apple pie, pumpkin pie, warm, whatever the heck it is. Yeah. It still tastes good, but like mixed with the can. So like the flavor is really weird, but it's good weird because it says paranormal is weird. Yeah. So like that's cool. But the can itself is just so wacky. So are you on the can design now? Well, no, I'm both. So like can design three for sure. Yeah. But we're still on scary because like scary I also think is three because... It's a scary, weird taste, but it's good. But the can itself also ties in, I think, to the scary vote. So you got a three for can design yeah. and a three for scariness. Now, for taste, I want to... Because it's so bizarre and, like, something that I wouldn't be able to drink, like, two of. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I yeah. think maybe 1. 1.5. 1. 1.5 for, for taste. taste. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it's. I, I think I know what you're saying. It's kind of, like, muddled a little bit. Yeah. I think the high percentage kind of threw everything off a little bit. It's like, it's almost like um, the ingredients maybe can't hold up to that high of a percentage in some ways. And like their marketing is obviously superb. Yeah. (laughs) It's just like, yeah, the taste doesn't represent the marketing. If that makes sense. I don't know. I think I'm going to give it, 
I'm going to go with a two for taste because I think it's hard to pull off a beer that's this high percentage and still kind of maintain it. And I think uh, comparing it to other ones that we've had, but just like a doubled, doubled a percentage is like, that's kind of a tricky thing to do. So I'm going to give it a two. Can design, I got to give it a three. Like it just has too much crazy stuff going on. And it works. Like it's not like overpowering. Like, you know, like there's a lot going on, but it actually like all ties in together. But like you could literally look at this can and still be finding things, you know, after 20 minutes of looking. Like I'm still looking at it and finding things every now and then. Something, you know, you you found the the kid touching the TV from that movie that we can't remember the name of. So... (laughs) You know, you're still finding stuff like there's a little street lamp or something like that. Oh, I didn't even see that. Yeah. yeah. Ah. There's like all kinds of spider, spider webs, webs in the yeah. background. And so it's got to be a three. Yeah. You take a Popeye's, smoke a little Popeye's and then look at the can. You smoke a Popeye's candy stick. <laughs> That's right. Look at the can. Oh boy. You'd be late for work. <laughs> the next, the next day. Yeah. Cause we're doing this at night. Now scariness. <sighs> I got to give it a three. It's scary good. I mean, it's scary. That, it's scary in a lot of sense. It's scary that it's 10% alcohol. I mean, that's scary in itself. Because you drink yeah. one of these, like, you could be getting a little bit, you know. Yeah. A couple of sheets to the wind. You could be a flying monkey. Yeah. You could start flying <laughs> off. I mean, you could start You could start seeing a three-eyed monkey flying down with, like, an air, in a, a UFO. <laughs> it looks like water coming out of it. I think it's yeah. supposed to be steam or something. I don't know what's going on, but it's scary. There's a lot, a lot of scary yeah. stuff. They've really the done game. a good job. Yeah. It, but I also like the way that the graphics aren't like too overdone. Yeah, that was like that bat that's like melting it on fire. I was ta- I talked about that. I know you did, but I'm just like staring at it straight in the face and I know. It's scary. I know. Speaking <laughs> of scary, I gotta do some math. Silence while I add up the tally here. Fifteen and a half out of eighteen for flying wow. monkey. Not too shabby. With that score, that means Paranormal Imperial Pumpkin Ale by Flying Monkeys Craft Brewery advances to the finals of the Great Pumpkin Bash, where it will face off in a duel against Tales from the Patch from Big Rig Brewery. That's going to be quite the final. Wow. Hmm. Congratulations, Flying Monkeys. I mean, they always do it well. I have to say, <clears throat> I don't want. I didn't want to tilt my ratings because... The beer tasted maybe not as good as I thought it was going to. Yeah. But I kind of was a little bit sort of in the bag already for this beer because like the Flying Monkey usually does such good stuff. But I think that they did it all really well. And I think as we've sort of learned from this whole process, you know, you joining me in round two, Eric doing round one with me. Some of these breweries are not really making great pumpkin beers. They're sort of just okay pumpkin beers or... This is a pumpkin beer, therefore you should pick it up. It's, you know, there's a difference between just doing something and doing it well. And I think this beer, Paranormal Imperial Pumpkin Ale, is doing it well. Yeah, I agree. And, like, I feel like because pumpkins and pumpkin spice is so on trend now Mm -hmm. that, like, every brewery probably wants to start doing something. But they've mastered it, really. Like, if they kind of tweak the taste a little, maybe, Yeah. I think they would be... Spot on. I think if they just made it a little bit sweeter and upped the pumpkin a yes. little bit more. Yep. I like the spiciness. The spiciness to me is good. But overall, I think, I mean, like we talked about with like the highballer and stuff and even the great pumpkin beer, the two previous beers on the episode, you could have done, you could have scored a lot higher if you just maybe did a little bit more interesting work on your can. 
Yeah, I think so. so More appealing cans. Yeah. This, I, I don't know, like the can and just how scary and the taste was also is kind of scary because you don't know what the heck you're tasting. Yeah. Which is cool. Like, yeah. definitely a cool one-off beer. And I think that that's what, that's what helps, that's what gets these beers to the finals is that they are doing different with the taste. They're not just a regular pumpkin ale. They're something sort of totally out of the out of the ordinary. They're doing a pumpkin beer, but they're putting their own sort of spin on it. The previous beer that won the first round, it was a porter, so it was a dark beer. <clears throat> so it was different from the other two beers because those other ones were kind of just regular ales and they were sort of lighter and stuff. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, cool. we're at the end of the episode. Britt, thanks so much for filling in for Britt. Well, thank you for having me. Yeah. Thank you. You're and definitely not to mention my kitten would love this oh, episode. Oh, yeah. We forgot to mention, Britt just got a new kitten. And it's, <laughs> his name is... Pumpkin. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> he would love it. You know what, though? He's been trying all sorts of food. And honest to God, he'd probably take a lick of this. Yeah. Like, he would actually try it. Just next time you have some pumpkin pie lying around, just see. I'm sure he'd love it. Yeah. It's condensed I have milk. Food. It's condensed yeah, milk. Honestly. Cats and milk. Uh, true. One. Yeah. That really, cool. that really tied everything together. I know it did. <laughs> he would actually try it, though, to be honest. Yeah. I'm not joking. <laughs> We've reached the end of the episode. We're going to do something a little bit different based on the re- re- request from our guest. We're going to sing The Great Pumpkin Bash, our parody of The Monster Bash. They did the bash, the great pumpkin bash, the pumpkin bash. They got kind of smashed, the pumpkin bash. We talked about her new cat, the pumpkin bash. They did the Great Pumpkin Bash. bash.